Welcome to One Weird Thought with Kieran and Vijay. Uh, each week, uh, Kieran and I like to dive into a weird thought, and uh, it turns out that Kieran and I both have a steady stream of weird thoughts that we felt needs to be shared with the world. Yeah, they need to be discussed, dissected, and uh, generally uh, thought through. So I think this week I had a really weird thought, Vijay. What? That's uh, not unusual for you. It's not unusual. And I, w- I actually explored this with a friend, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Nathan. Um, shout out to Nathan uh, when we went snowboarding yesterday. So it was to come up with a billionaire pyramid of like billionaires we liked uh, starting. <laughs> so the thought is we were ranking billionaires, VJ, And... <laughs> By ranking billionaires, it kind of helped us see what we valued. Um, yeah, we could yeah. do this on an annual basis. You just watched the World Cup. We I did. Could do a billionaire World Cup and decide who the winner of uh, a head-to-head matchup that would be great. Billionaire of the year. I like it. The one weird thought: billionaire of the year. There you go. But yeah, we just started with uh, the most controversial one today is yeah. Elon Musk. Is he? Okay. Um, I would say let's save him for a little bit. Okay. Right? Let's maybe he can be our third or fourth be- fourth billionaire that we rank. Okay. Um, so let me just set this up for you because I'm I'm really interested to see your thought process as you go through these billionaires. Okay. Okay. Um, so first off. The rankings are S, so S tier is the best. Um, we're we're borrowing from Nintendo's rankings. So S tier, then A, B, C. So there's only like four classes. Um, and there should be very few S tier, a little more A tier. So I'm I'm hoping to build a pyramid out of this, right? Okay. So right. it's okay if there's tons of C tier billionaires. All right. Can I uh, check some basic assumptions? For right, sure. So um, one of the questions I have is is there a scenario where the pyramid is completely empty well we we can have a scenario where they're all c tier where we make the case that there's no differentiating feature between billionaires and then they're, they're all c tier okay but i don't is, think they can be completely off the pyramid but is is there an implication that if you're a c tier billionaire you're a good billionaire you're just not the best billionaire um no C tier. Oh, okay. I, I get what you're saying. I would say like B tier and above is, you know, your B is okay. A is did, good. Did you if you're C tier or did you finish in fourth or lower? Um, yeah, you fourth or lower. Uh, okay. And is this an indication of degree of virtue or is there something else to that? Uh, I think so. Like, I think... But I, I actually would like to make the... It, it should be a combination of things, right? Like, I actually think maybe the richer billionaires might get a little bit extra. Like, maybe maybe uh, the fact that someone has hundreds of billions of... Well, no one has hundreds of... Tens of billions of dollars matters more than someone who's just made billionaire status. Um, but I think most of it is, is virtue. Like, it's your opinion, Vijay. I, I think you can actually define it like you can actually define the attributes and um 
make the case that someone is an A tier billionaire versus a B tier billionaire. How about this? If the criteria is the degree of positive impact to mankind. Ooh, okay. Solidify criteria. Um, I'm good with that. So our opinion on degree of positive or negative impact to mankind. So the reason why I picked, the reason why I kind of framed it the way I did, the reason why I said positive impact to mankind was yeah. we left it at impact to mankind, right? You could take like, who's that guy who runs Palantir, right? And say, well, this guy's had a lot of impact, <laughs> right? Or take, you know, somebody who runs Northrop Grumman. Right, and you say, "Wow, you know what this guy?" Yeah, really we should look these. I think Palmer Lucky Lucky comes to mind, where Oculus founder, and now he runs like a defense manufacturing startup. Right, but then see, okay, okay, now now we're getting started, right? So, so yeah. I think there's a difference between Palmer, right? Because I, I I suspect that Palmer really became a thing post post Iraq War, right? And Iraq War. Right. It was the, I think the World Health, Health Organization came up with a number and it was something like 450,000 people died as a result of the Iraq war. Right now, in order to kill those people, right, and some of them were from like kind of second order effects, right? Like, you know, right, it wasn't necessarily from being blown up. Yeah. But some of those came from being blown up, right? And so, um, or like infrastructure being destroyed. And if you were the tier one provider of, of destruction equipment to the US military, you've had a lot of impact, right? You've killed a lot of people, right? Um, probably not very positive. Certainly probably not positive. My struggle is, is it positive relative to who? Like the value over a regular human being? Like you and I, yeah. Or yeah. is it like it's? I guess that's why it's hard to to calculate their positive or negative impact. Because oh. like their replacement would be another billionaire, right? And another billionaire might might have screwed up a situation even more. I, I see a scale. But by the way, I apologize for my cough this morning. <laughs> what to say? It's it's, it's lacking today. I'm sorry. Apology accepted. All right. I, I too have not been able to. No, I, I love what you've done with your hair um, you. today. Right. Um, so uh, you should kind of do flowing locks one day, but I digress. Right. So, um, so what if we have like these metrics, right? And there's kind of like, and you say there's a metric, which is like the kind of your impact versus the average Joe. Right. So it's an AJM. Right. And then. Mm. Right, then, you know, just like there's kind of grams and kilograms, right, for the billionaires, right, because their ability to have impact is, is so much more than, than ours, right, um, right, we have a kilo average Joe metric, yeah. right, or a billionaire Joe metric, a, B, a BJM. Ooh, that might be, <laughs> not sure I like that one, um, <laughs> but uh, what if, what if we came up with, I think your standardized unit should be a billionaire's impact and we should just pick that standardized unit. Okay. Like, who's our basic billionaire? Who's your basic billionaire? Who's the basic billionaire? Oh, 
What if it's Donald Trump? Ooh, but he's had so. I, I like it. Yeah, you know I like he's it. He's not basic enough. He's too. He's not basic. Yeah, I. I don't think Donald Trump qualifies. I want the the billionaire who is fairly quiet, um, but has done something. You know, like he has to have had he or she. You know why? My, my my thoughts around wanting Donald to be the billionaire. Okay. Kind of the, the notion of making him just an average one. The kind of. That's so good. Fine. I'm I'm now sold. Maybe the maybe the unit, by the way, is not average billionaire, but mediocre billionaire. Oh yeah. Right. Because if you look at it, I don't think his impact has been that high. I I would say it's negative, to be honest. He's done a lot of damage. But I'm saying raw, absolute impact, negative, most like, uh, is, is not that is. I don't think he's done too much harm relative to the average billionaire, just because he has less money. Oh, 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 but, oh, well, no, but the thing is, he was able to parlay his money into the, into the uh, route into the White House, right, where he was able to have massive impact. So his, the way he impacted was different from a typical billionaire, right? Like typical billionaire, you're right, like it's, it, it's directly correlated to... To his companies, yeah. yeah. Actually, hold on, hold on, so pre... I was going to say that, that... Reality TV star Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he made a turn. He, he, there was an inflection point there where he had extreme impact after whatever, 2016. Maybe he doesn't belong on a scale because his, the reason why he has impact is not because of the money he made, but because of his TV stardom, unfortunately. Right? <laughs> but I, I was going to go down... I was going to go down this path of... First, I was going to say, look, the more money they have, the more opportunity they have for impact. But I feel like there mm. are some folks who have like kind of outsized impact, right? So if you take, um, you know, was it, was it Reed Hoffman? Who was the guy who, uh, Jack Dorsey, right? The guy who ran Twitter uh, yeah. in the old days, right? Jack had outsized impact on, on society, right? Twitter, right? You know, in the big scheme of things, you know, he made, you know, 30 billionaire money, perhaps. Yeah, so, but he had outsized impact relative yeah. to his network, right. for right. sure. So it's not there's not a direct correlation, right, between between the amount of money you have and the amount of power you win. No. Right. Um and you could argue that um I don't know that Andrew Jassy's a billionaire, I don't know whether Satya's a billionaire. But right, they they've got lots of money. They have money. Right, and they control like pretty powerful institutions right they could seriously mess with us do you remember i'm sure you and i discussed this because we discussed a lot of weird things over the years i think at one point right i said to you if i had like billions and billions of dollars i would start doing unsurprisingly weird things with it like asking microsoft to move the windows logo a couple of pixels to the left for everybody just because i could right so but in a similar vein Right in a similar vein, right? You could, if you're like Satya, right, and you start freaking out, you could really damage us, right? You could he really could. And his so power is watered down compared to like those private company billionaires. And I'm there, I'm thinking like Saudi Aramco uh, princes, I'm thinking uh -huh. Koch brothers, right? 
Yeah. Um, so the power is watered down even within Microsoft. I think Satya could get that pixel change done fairly quickly. But right. I think some of his more invasive changes, like let's say he just wanted invasive tracking in all Office products that yeah. revealed you know, personal information about customers, mm-hmm. that would be much harder for him to actually accomplish within the, the machinations of uh, the company, right? Well, so, so I, think, I think you're right. Like private, you have more, you have no checks on you, right, as, as a private. Yeah. Right? So um, Sophia could go do like an act of terrorism, right? Like uh, billionaire terrorism becomes a thing. Yeah. Right? Just because they get to kind of show each other, like, look what I just did. Oh, wow. Mm. Right? So he could do something, right, which is like very destructive. And then the board fires him. Right, or they admonish him, right? Um, Which severely limits his power, you know, effectively, right? Yeah, I mean, in terms of like his being opinion, admonished by a board, if he's answerable to a board, he, yeah, that's that's third tier billionaire. Yeah, what a, loser. what a loser, right? So you're yeah. right; you can't do sustained damage. So maybe what we're seeing is that like your ability to do high impact sustained damage is mm. where. It's- so I'm kind of liking where you're going with the with the uh, kind of oil powers, right? The kind of uh, those folks who get their power not just from their money, but from their status and their control of a of a country. Good, but, yeah. Right. So Russian good, oligarchs. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. Those kind of people. Right. And and so if you're a kind of Russian oil oligarch or one of these kind of OPEC kind of people, but you know even OPEC folks. They've got to answer to their other OPEC friends. Yeah. And they have to answer to the market. They, they own a critical commodity, but at some point they could be disrupted. And there's only so much they can do against the oil markets. Like I'm assuming they can constrain supply. Yeah. Um, they could start wars potentially over oil, but... It, um, it becomes self... You, you get to the point where you're doing self-harm, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I actually, I think maybe we let's. What if we argued for Satya, Microsoft CEO? Yeah. Let's say, uh, and maybe I can just like look, search this. But I, I would bet like he might have a net worth touching a billion dollars. Um, or we could be way off. Can we Google it? Can we use the power of technology? Can we use Bing? To find out, I'm, I am. I'm looking this up. Oh, $350 million. What a loser. Ah, unfortunate. Uh, you wanted Andy Jassy, $400 million. Uh, T Mobile CEO John Laguerre, yeah, $350 million. Legere, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about, uh, what about like Reed Hoffman, the Salesforce guy? Reed Hoffman. Because it's like you've got to be, it's not just enough, I guess, to be a, when you're the CEO coming in to take over from a founder, you're not going to make. I like this, $3 billion. That's that's a reasonable sort of amount of money. Reed Hoffman could be our unit, right? Like he could be yeah, in, yeah. in multiples of Reed Hoffman power. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So, so, so I thought where you were going to go was, I think it would apply to, Reed Hoffman, just as much as it applied to Scythia, is 
depending on the nature of the harm that they were trying to do. First of all, like, if you talk, well, what's, what's the point of them doing harm to us, right? It could be, it could be for some rational reason, right? Like there's some upside for them, right? Um, or it could be, right, uh, born from um, just a power trip, right? Um, but if they wanted to like control us, I feel like in a very nefarious, like if they want to control us in a really nefarious way, they need the help of too many people, right? It's, it's like, uh, you know, suppose like Microsoft and the NSA, let's say, are, you know, have some sort of arrangement, right? I've always wondered in practice how those arrangements work, right? Like suppose, you know, keep picking on Cynthia, but Cynthia, <laughs> He's not even a billionaire. Actually, we've we've already said these low tier millionaires' names too much, Vijay. We need to move on to billionaires. Reed sits down <laughs> uh, with the head of the NSA. The NSA and the NSA want him to start reporting information on the customer metrics back to the NSA. Right? If Reed says yes. Right, I'm gonna do that. You and I kind of know how tech works, right? So Reed says it, you know, here's kind of high level PR and say yes, sir, right? And then they get on it, right? Yeah. If it comes down in the form of some sure some form of edict, right? And eventually it works its way down to peons like us, right? And we've read some document telling us we need to implement this feature, right? We prioritize it. Maybe we feel like it's important. Maybe we don't. Maybe it needs 12 organizations to, to make this thing real. And eight of them believe it's not important, and four of them believe it is important. Therefore, it doesn't happen. Right? Read meanwhile back at the ranch is freaking out because he's promises to the NSA of all people. Right? So now Reed has to has to go make this happen. Right? And so he's got to explain to us why this is so important without telling us that this is for the NSA, right? And also at some point, right, there's some sort of surface area that you're exposing, right? And you're gonna, you've gotta get through your own security reviews to go make this happen, right? So there's all these- That's true, that's true. Internal boundaries you've gotta overcome. But I I have a more, maybe a slightly more nefarious uh, state state of the world and maybe like more events that would transpire. The way yeah. I would think about it, like Reed's right hand, uh, Reed ha- probably has like an inner circle, right? Where he, you know he has to go to them and and make this work. Yeah. They're gonna come up with some marketing for the next six months or one year vision for Salesforce, and right. it'll be something like data unification, or yeah. it'll be something like you know, leading some sort of grand narrative for the company that makes right. sense to, to centralize all the customer data. I, I think where, where it falls down is in that scenario, right? You take your scenario, right? Hey, you know, this kind of grand unification theory, right? Yeah. Right. So, right? so you know, um, that's going to, uh, that we're going to use for internal purposes, right? That allows us to kind of, um, one, build an, uh, an analytics product, right? Which we can, um, wow, I'm working out a business case from here, right? So, right, so, which we can use, right, to uh, market, like, economic information to the industry, 
which other folks can go buy, right? Um, there you go. Right. You're um, making the business case. And then you just ram it through. You create tight deadlines. Right. Security reviews are not really a threat at that point because, you, hey, you have a deadline. Security reviews at the end. You get the necessary approvals from your director or VP. And, you know, that should be fa fairly easy for, like, the the major uh, pillar of this year. You're done, VJ. You, you've got data flowing to the NSA by the end of six months to a year. I think no? No, you've made the case for, for pulling all together. Like you kind of, you did that, right? You know, hey, some grand unification thing. I justified it. Right. God, it was so good. Right. Yeah. Like you should hire us. Right. So, um, right. The NSA, right. Right. But right. I think, I think still where it falls down is at some point, right. You've got to make an API available with a key to somebody, right? To somebody at the NSA. Yes. Somebody's going to ask a question. But is that not like a consulting firm you hire? And then you say, hey, I've created this feature. All the data is here. Now um, make it exploitable. Oh, you solved it, right? You kind of give... Backdoor, yeah. Because you, you can't trust anyone in the company at this point, right? That no, Reed, no. Reed cannot, sorry. Yeah. We can, we trust everyone in the company. But Reed at this point cannot. And oh, I think oh. I think that's a good case to be made that like even Reed Hoffman, who's a low single figure billionaire, he's a he's probably like our regular B tier billionaire. Yeah, right. Well, I, I still think he's got a problem. Right? I'm trying to solve this for you now, right? So you create this fake company, right? Okay. And then um, you say we're going to sell this product to this company, right? And Given the power of that data, the price point of that information is really high, right? So, so this no-name company has to be ready to spend a lot of money on this product, right? So now, you do a PR release about this product, which is weird. You're off to a bad start, right? This company said, oh, we saw your press release. Right, and then they get right. They right. Some salesperson reaches out to them, and is so proud of the fact that they're able to close a deal with this company, right, to go buy the product. And then it, that's how they get access. I think. I, I think. I think that's the path through. But the problem with that. So you're saying that's like the the shell company in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that's how you. That's how you kind of bring the shell. That's how you bring the shell company on board. Otherwise, yes, yeah. Some biz dev person has to reach out to them. But if you do a press release, right then the right then the shell company can say, "Oh, we heard about your product." But then, what do you do with all the other companies that show up because your product's so useful to everybody? Oh, this uh, is how graceful denial of service, or if or they just know. assume incompetence because you're a big company, or you just and have you to don't. Say why don't, why don't you just start selling to them? Because whatever you're doing for the NSA costs you some money. Uh, and you can actually... Yeah, that, that too. Like, that's also um, totally valid. But in this case, yeah, where would you argue Reed Hoffman is relative to, say... Like, do you have a good billionaire in mind, Vijay? That, that, that is one question for you. Is, uh... Yeah, I've been torn about it, you know. Like, on the one hand, right, you look at the... The Gates Foundation, right, and the work they do, and I'm just gonna give all my money away, right? Like, um, 
but um, one, I wonder if they didn't have that money in the first place, whether we would be better off, mm-hmm. right? Like net, net, right? Like if they just didn't have that money in the first place, right? For one, for one thing, like you have a handful of people deciding where the right place to put money is, right? As opposed to if they distribute, like if it just was distributed more equitably, right? Because I don't believe that they deserve billions hundreds of billions of no so many multiples of the regular person but that's why i don't think we can consider them multiples of a regular human being i think that's why we have to invent this billionaire unit of measure and they can only have impact relative to other billionaires because i i think i would agree with you in that if there were if there weren't billionaires we'd have to figure out a way of distributing that power um, and money equitably. Okay. Um, so, so it's, but it's separate. Is, is the 2022 least bad billionaire billionaire of the year? Is that the award we're giving? Yes. Uh, hey, uh, we should bring up a list of billionaires. Do you have a list of billionaires? I'll, I'm, I'll just like rattle off names. Um, and we'll, I think we can even go in with like, honestly, we should do um, like non tech billionaires too, just just for fun. Yeah, in fact, I think that the person who displaced uh, Musk is not a tech billionaire, right? Like, let's go. Let's go Kevin Hart. Is Kevin, Kevin Hart a billionaire? Kevin Hart is a billionaire. I think he has like a low multiple of billions. Um, but from what I've seen, he is supposed to be a billionaire. So according to celebrity net worth, he only has $450 million. $150 million? 450 Oh, $450. Mm. So maybe... What about, what about Yi? Why don't we start with Yi? He's, he is supposed to be a billionaire, right? I don't know if he's any more given his recent actions. Yeah. Kanye. 500 million. I thought Jay-Z was a billionaire. Are none of these people Jay- billionaires? Le- LeBron and, and uh, Michael Jordan. I thought LeBron and Michael Jordan were billionaires too. Okay, Jay-Z is $1.3 billion. Wow. Barely scraping billionaires to us. Barely scraping billionaire. Where does he fall on this, on this uh, pyramid? So we're doing Jay-Z, right? Let's go Jay-Z. Does he um, make stuff in sweatshops? Probably. Cool. Probably. I, mean, I, I kind of slagged him off right, for no reason. Just started off. <laughs> he, he's made some seminal tracks that we, I mean, we love. I mean, from a music perspective, he's been very pleasant. You know, um, but has he done like, do you think he's done net good for mankind? What if yeah, he's made... I'd actually put Jay Z at like an A tier myself. If I had really? to, if I had to go billionaires, yeah. yeah. See, so so I started out kind of going down that path as well, right? But right, I was like, okay. On the one hand, is okay. Is is he relying on special labor? I'm gonna I'm gonna do some intense research. Do some deduction there, yeah. 
um, and say probably, right? Um, but secondly, is okay. Is he pressuring kids who can't afford stuff to go buy his stuff so that he can <laughs> live more outrageously? That doesn't seem nice. And, not this, nice. and this is the most damning, right? As somebody who likes like kind of Jay Z's music, right? Mm-hmm. It's not nice. Like you, kind you just of, don't think he's like a nice guy. He's like kind of a diva. It's worse, right? I, I mean, it's worse. It's like this message that you're kind of sharing with society is not a nice message, and you're telling it. You're saying it to a lot of very um, malleable people. Ooh. So where right? like, where does that leave him? Right, he he was ninety nine bitches, right? He was. He's right, also. So, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do very clever turn of phrase, right? But but going back to ninety nine bitches, you know, ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. He is kind of saying though that, and I'm gonna put this in the best possible light. You can't call that a feminist anthem, huh? You can't call that a feminist anthem, can you? No, but what he is saying is he has many problems that are not women-related. And so he feels for you if you have women problems. He didn't say women. One, he's he's saying women are a problem at a class in and of themselves. And two, he was very clear. (laughs) Very clear. He chose... He's a man of words. I I picked the wrong battle. I can't defend 99 problems. Um, That'll be a really hard road for me to go down. Um, to the help. Let's see how this goes. No, no. Um, <laughs> so, are you are you knocking him down a peg? Are you gonna go B tier? Because here's the problem: C yeah. tier to me is like littered with, you know, yeah. random Saudi princes, people who yeah. just like wreck their countries, like uh, the Russian oligarchs. Um, maybe like a bunch of Indian billionaires that don't do much for the people. They just, you know, if you talk about Jay Z taking money from the poor. Like yeah. some of these guys are like terrible, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I, I, I want to give them C tier. Like maybe we can F tier could be like active harm to society, and it seems pre-planned yeah. and meditated. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. I um. So so his his harm is less harm, but also. Pure nice cultural. Things. He does some nice things. He's got he he's probably driven ambition into a whole generation of Americans. Right? Oh, 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 but, but do you remember um do you, did you ever see that Chris Rock where he was talking about his neighbors and how one of his neighbors was I think he was a Patel, uh, was a dentist. Right? And Chris was talking about how he like I'm probably the best comedian in the world. Right? And, and at that time he probably was. Right, and so, um, and he goes, uh, I'm sure, you know, Dr. Patel's probably, probably a good dentist. But I put money, right? <laughs> but put money on it, he's not the best dentist in the world, right? And so, and, and where I'm going with this in a roundabout way is, is Jay-Z, um, he's kind of selling these people on a bill of goods that's bullshit, mm. right? I, I, I fucking hate this follow your dream shit. I really fucking hate it. So what have you done to these kids, man? All they fucking had to do was go to school, get a mediocre comp sci degree, right, from a mediocre school, 
right? Barely get a compsci degree. And you can have a pretty nice reasonable standard of living. Like, I've got pretty nice shit, right? And so, um, right, and instead, he said, here's the path you want to go down, right? This path of, like, where it's practically impossible for you to be successful. You're going to be fucking starving at the end of this. You're going to put all your heart and soul into this thing that is going to result in failure. You fucking asshole. Why would you fucking tell these people to do this shit? It's terrible. You know what? Here's where I am. Fuck him. You're an F tier on Jay-Z already? Yeah. Man, I'm kind of torn out. I think I've got some Jay-Z tracks in one of my playlists. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to have to put the explicit label on this on this episode. <laughs> Do I have no, to no. Do we just have to put the explicit label on. I I didn't think we we had We're before. Different problems. I'm like, do I need to remove his tracks from my from my one playlist I have on Spot on Spotify? I, it seems like you do. It seems like you have some stuff to work out around Jay Z. Right. If I'm a man of principle, do I remove his track? God, I really like his music. Though. It's good music. Okay, so you're saying Jay Z is F tier, like yeah. real bad. Yeah, God, I okay. didn't know. I didn't. What about Michael Jordan? How about Michael Jordan? Come on. $2.2 billion net worth. He owns a basketball team. One of the, the greatest basketball player to play the game. Arguably, of course, but, you know, he has achieved GOAT status. Selling those little uh, swooshies onto his, onto his sneakers were like... Yeah, thank God for Michael. Maybe they were thank God for Michael. You know what? If it wasn't for Michael, I wouldn't have a shoe to stitch right now. That's true. Right, and they're kind of swooshing it away and they're selling it. And I feel, you know, my life would be less bad. They have... I. It's very hard to def- defend sweatshop labor. Um, I feel like I'm on the wrong side of these debates, VJ. <laughs> 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 um, okay, but I think... I, but I'm see, gonna... Michael Michael has yeah. plausible deniability. He just lent his brand to Nike. So I think and... like that sweatshop labor should go against Phil Knight, for example. Phil Knight. At some, at some point, who we both is damn fine basketball player. Fantastic, right. yeah. Maybe still a goat. Maybe he's still the goat. Probably. But we're a separate day. Separate day discussion, right? At some point. Somewhere along the way, he found out this is not good, and yet he carried on. But, but I, I mean, I, I think the point I was going to make in a weird way was as as bad as it was for these kids to spend their lives like sewing these shoes. What if even that was taken away? Like, what's the impact to their families of them not being able to make those shoes? Oh. The problem is, if this was taken away by the same force of you know whatever, globalization and um, uh, agricultural livelihoods being um, kind of centralized in like the 30s and 40s, right? This was taken away by the same force that is giving them these sweatshop jobs. So that one's also a tough impact to quantify. Um, Are you going to make me say that all these billionaires are F-tier, VJ? Is that where you're headed? Is this where your head is at? They're all the same? Let's, let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum, right? And let's talk about the benefits to mankind of AWS and Azure. Right? Like, we, we are probably recording this podcast on the backs of AWS or Azure. 
but I'd, I'd bet AWS. And look at the good this, this podcast is up for mankind. Fantastic. We've probably saved 50,000 to 100,000 lives today just through these, sharing these thoughts. Ideas are powerful, VJ, and I, I think we That's both right. we both know that. That's right. I don't know how people are going to take anything to voices, but but <laughs> Azure and 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 AWS, like a lot of good computes, like there were good computes that happened as a result. Of Very good right? computes, right? Like COVID, just... I believe a lot of COVID tracking occurred on that yes. compute. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at just the organization I work for, right, and. Um, we couldn't have done what we do, right? And, and I, I work for a, for a tech, pharma tech company, I guess, right? And so um, um, we couldn't have, our business wouldn't be possible without Azure. And I really believe that our business is going to save lives, right? Um, we will, in fact, to use our company's tagline, we, we will save lives a day, right? Um, and so uh, it couldn't exist. Right, and, and so I think that there's a real upside to those things existing, and whoever is responsible for for building those things deserves to be rewarded very handsomely. You know, um, so I guess you kind of you put this proposition out there, right? Where we were going to rank billionaires. That's right. And and we were going to decide who the best billionaires are. Right maybe now. they have very equitable. Maybe they're actually more similar than we we'd like to think. They just have high impact, um, and they're just a. It's just a force. It doesn't make sense to rank them. Is uh, one of my takeaways from this conversation. Like. I think their impacts can be so positive and so negative together in one package. Yeah. Um, it's almost meaningless to put them together. It's like, is it like the weather? So billionaires have the weather? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, maybe one of our many listeners will come back to us with, with some comments on this. Yeah, and if they have some ideas on how to rank these freaking billionaires, then I'm all ears. But yeah, uh, I'm going to actually reach out to at least half of our listeners and ask them for an opinion. Yeah, all, all I know is that I'm going to struggle to listen to Jay-Z for a couple of days after yeah, think hearing about his, his negative impact. But uh, I might go, I'm probably going to go back because I, I still kind of like his music. The Jay Z one, man, bothers me. It bothers me a lot. Mm. You know, and you have to admit, I mean, every time you listen to that song, you're kind of like singing along. You kind of, so kind good. of. It's catchy. It's catchy. I know, but were you bitches with that? With that sorry, when you're kind of in the car singing along, or were you kind of like, you know, well, you know, just kind of, kind yeah. of, you kind of yeah. I'm, I'm of, very low key about it. It's, it's, it's how me it too, is. because I'm, you know what? Because I'm a feminist. That's why. That's right. All right. Well. Thanks. It, as always, VJ. That was a weird thought, and thank you for uh, exploring it with me. That was a very weird thought. I, I, I kind of, I really enjoyed that one. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, me too.